Yo, 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 yo. Haha, yeah. You have now entered in the squared circle 101. We are here to discuss the sweet science. You got your man Santino Iliano, Sonny Ill. Now with me is probably the only man to perform a hat trick and be sponsored by Trojan. My man Shooter. How you doing today, brother? Are you good. feeling better right now? I'm always feeling That's good, the man. cheese I need right there. Now you can hit us up at facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101. Squared circle 101 at gmail if you want to reach out to us. Or we're on Twitter at talking smack 101. Now if you hit us up on Twitter, make sure you talk a little smack. Because that's what it's there for. I want to get some heat. I want some feedback. Tell me you suck or you love it. It's up to you. Now we are here over a fight weekend, and we're gonna get into this. But my man Shooter's always got something nice for me. What do you got for me today, brother? I'm gonna keep it real simple, real short, real sweet this week. I, ain't, uh, you know, you can always less is more is what they say a long time. So, uh, one except simp- for women. <laughs> well, in, one in the simplest form, mm-hmm. trust the process. Okay. Real simple. Trust the process, man. Usain Bolt. He had to learn how to crawl. Yep. Every boxing champion, every single one of them started in the mirror. Shadow boxing. Yep. Had to learn how to wrap his hands. Okay. The movie Creed. Yeah, Creed you, you he said the first person you got to beat is the man the in the mirror. mirror. So right. trust the process, man. Everything you're going through will lead you to something greater. Every step of the way. Everything that you do, man. Every Just like we always say yep. when we talk about how we uh, started doing this show. And how we're the only two real boxing fans, like, well, not the only real ones, but like one of the hugest one yeah. boxing fans of this, man. Everything that I went through in life got us to be able to get to this to point. Right here to this moment. To get here. So whatever you're going through, trust the process. Better things will always come. That's right. And don't get discouraged. Anybody who knows me, I'm a glass is half full kind of guy. You ask me, how's my day going? Any day above ground is a good one. And that's why we got to take care of these opportunities and trust the process like my man says all right and we're gonna move forward because this is the sweet science you are in at squared circle 101 now we had a couple things going on here we got to recap on some fights we have first off i want to shout out to the man who does a little production for us at the firstborn you can hit him up on twitter at t-h-e-1-s-t-born if you need some production hit him up let me throw a name out there if y'all might have heard dizzy Wright produce him he's from vegas representing and also when we bring it back home i'm talking about bruce leroy chill out leroy man i've been bumping that album bro check it out man twitter at chill out leroy my track man is that jackie brown track i'm feeling it <laughs> i am feeling it man i've been bumping it a lot i there was you know it's a good song when halfway through the song your mind starts to race on other thoughts and you're like oh man i missed it and you play it back yeah, you know what I'm talking no, about. You kind of phase it. You kind of phase out and do your thing again. Now, for someone like me who got lost until I met my brother right here to find this passion because I love the sweet science and what we're talking about. It, sometimes that happens, and it's good to to feel that way again with music and what we're doing here today. Now, with this fight weekend, we had we had Manny Pacquiao fighting, of course. Uh, we had Zhao Shiming, and that's the first fight we're going to talk about here. Zhao Shiming versus Prosthetic Proporn. How did you feel about that fight? It was a good, entertaining fight, man. I mean, I think what uh, I have to check it out. I think they were featherweights, so they start off real. So you know what happens uh, when you punches. fight. A lot of punches were thrown. So, Shiming, Zhao Shiming, won an unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, but very entertaining fight, man. Blows were thrown. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a knockdown in the second round. Um, but I was. I was a fan of the fight, man. All, whenever you get those lightweights, you may not get a whole bunch of knockouts, but you, get you will get punches, action. Punches you will get punches. a lot of action. So That's one of the things that brought that the welterweight division up to the popularity it is because of uh, those entertaining battles and brawls. Uh, Zhao, Zhao is it, it's either Zhao Shiming or Zhao Shiming. We might have to check up on that. But a lot, of, a lot on this guy. Um, a lot of expectation. Two-time gold medalist. Entertaining fight, but not very impressed. He should have he handled this guy pretty easy. Um... For not impressed at all. Good combinations. is real sloppy. Hands down a lot. I, I, he needs to get back to the drawing board. He always can get back to the drawing board. But at the same time, uh, don't take anything away from the, the guy he lost to. So he made it. 
which is uh, Papoam, Papoam. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't really want to butcher. Yeah, but um, this is horrible too because he's Thai, and and I'm half Thai too. This is is bad. So you get it. So you get a pass for that. I'm sorry. I was still mourning over the king's death. I apologize Uh, there. Yeah. So um, but you can't take any credit away. So if you should have put it in waste, because he made it a tough fight. Now Zhao Shiming. Two-time gold medalist, the same two Olympics as Vasil Limachenko yeah. at a lower weight class, mm-hmm. signed the top rank at the same time as Vasil Lomachenko. Yeah. Not even near ready for uh, for a world title fight. Some people are ahead of their time and ahead of their class, man. So he's a beast. It- We're gonna talk more about him coming up. Not maybe not this week. Maybe later. Who knows? Now and after that one is this is a tough fight for me to talk about because I was torn on it. That's Jesse Magdalano. Yeah. And Nonito, the Flash Donaire. Yeah. Nonito's my man. That's my dude, bro. I like him, man. And the Filipino Flash. I, I really dig. I really dig his fighting style. No, it's not often I'm wrong at all on this one. And I don't know. I guess this is what happens when you go with your heart. Man, you. I understand going with your heart. I went with my heart with Sean Porter versus Keith Thurman. So, you know, and sometimes you don't think it all the way through, but I'm tired of you second-guessing me, man. You know I'm right 99% of the time. Yeah, and when I'm, I'm wrong, it's because I let you. Yeah, you let you know, me. I throw, I throw you a bone every once in a while. You chose to be wrong. Yeah, don't, I, chose I don't want to hear about your then. sexual adventures, all right? Oh, Let's God. just keep that to yourself, oh, buddy. I don't even know how that even fits. Yeah, yeah that's what she said, apparently, right? Pause <laughs> on that one there. Now, let's get back in focus here. We talk about so, Jesse Magdaleno. He's from Las Vegas. He looks good. He did. You know what? You know what? It's It was one of those rare times where especially like I'll, I'll see it in like Virgil, Virgil Hunter fighters, mm-hmm. they stick to the plan the whole time. The whole time, Nonito Donaire was looking for that punch, and then <sighs> we were talking as we were watching the fight. He was looking for that punch, kind of like what, what uh, Manny Pacquiao at, and he, he, uh, Marquez did, huh? What did, what did Nonito leave at home? Left his the yab. He left the yab. The yab. Well, he left the yab at home. He was looking for it though, and, and you know what, uh, Magdaleno, he. Perfect game plan. Nice. Stay moving. You can tell he nice was scared of the pet. hands, bro. Just, just stay moving. It, it's exactly what Amir Khan should have did against Canelo. Yeah. He was he was scared of the power, you can tell, because when Nonito Donaire did connect, you know, he felt he, it, he, but he stayed. He bothered him a little bit. He stayed moving. So, Magdaleno, uh, congrats off to your win, man. Nonito Donaire. Um, Big props from This is the second world champion from Las Vegas, Nevada since... Ishe Smith, the only two that are actually born in Las Vegas to g- gain a world champion. So I'm proud of my brother from Vegas, and I'm glad for him. Great hand speed. Great hand speed against a guy whose nickname is the Filipino Flash. Just the Flash, period. Great hand speed on there. But he pretty much controlled that fight, man. No, Nito was... He was looking like an alien, bro, the way his eyes were all closed up and bulge. And that's... And I hate to say this about the dude, but I think No Nito needs to consider... Maybe a farewell fight, or maybe one or two more, and hang him up because he looked like a, he looked like a veteran in there. But he's just he I don't know I, he left the jab at home. I don't I don't really know. It was whether Magdaleno imposed his will on Nonito Donaire, but you know I can see another bout. Like but uh, we were talking about this. Well, I can see more. another. I see another bout, but um, not that he needs to. But you know it might be time for him to hang it up, man. It, so yeah. and nothing no. He deserves a farewell no, bow for sure. And no shade throwing at Nonito Donaire, no, man, because this guy's a, a he true proven champion. Spot. He's he's the man. So I, you know, hats off to great you. entertaining fights. I've I've always loved. Every time he dominated, it was great. Uh, my advice for Jesse Magdaleno and any other fighter, you please listen to me. Because you're always right when you're. If they would listen to you while you're yelling if, at the TV, if they listen to me every time I yelled at the TV, everybody would be undefeated. Everybody. I've been saying even, this for years. Even it's if they fought each other, they'd be undefeated. Let's get the technology going. Put me in the air like one of the football players or something. I'd be like, hey, 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 hey. Go to the coach. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. The camera. Mag- to the left. <laughs> Magdaleno, he, he re- I saw a lot of Ali, Ali not by talent-wise, but the sticking and hugging, too, Ooh. a lot of that. Like, you mm-hmm. know, he was scared of that power. He's like, look, I'm not he trying to feel these. So, you know. So. My advice to these guys, him, I'm going to say David Lemieux, anybody else got hair like that, do not die at blonde. Every little punch and every time you get hit, it flaps everywhere and it makes it look way worse than it probably it really sure is. Does. It's horrible, man. It sure it's, does. Stop it. Stop it. Well, I, I hate to say this. We might have to get a queer eye in the dressing room. Well, I guess blindfolded before in. <laughs> or maybe not in the dressing room, but outside. We, we got to get something to do something with these hairs. Because this, 
I could see a fighter actually losing a fight because of something like that. Because if the punches, if if the, if the yeah. punches you remember are the ones that whip your hair back, that whip your hair back and forth, those might be the ones you on rounds you lose, whether you won it or not. It's just my my advice is worth as much as you pay for it. Just like this show at Talking Smack One Hundred One on Twitter. Make so, sure you reach out to us. So kind of going on that same boat of what you were saying. You remember? Uh, I think it was Carl Williams when Tyson fought him. <laughs> And he had that jerry curl. Yeah. Carl, Carl Wills. I mean, we might have to put that up on the Facebook. Put, we'll put that up on Facebook.com. So this dude had like the wettest jerry curl. The wettest jerry curl. It's and every time. So every time. Just let you. <laughs> no, no, I'm not even going there with you. No. So every time Carl Wills got hit. Mm-hmm. All the sweat in the Jericho juice would fly with the punches. So when they showed that in slow mo, it made it extra, extra bad for the my only man. boxing match with the front row looked like a Gallagher concert. <laughs> That's horrible. It was hilarious. You've there been many jokes about it, but yeah, we'll we'll, you'll, we'll put it up on the website. But Check it out. Shout Watch out to uh, Jesse Magda- Magdaleno. Um, improved his record to twenty four and zero. Good impressive that, so win. On. Good impressive win. If, can we let's pull up that division real quick here before we go into this next fight with Oscar Valdez? Uh, let's let's see who who's else is in in this division for Jesse Magdaleno to face because he looks really good and I think he deserves another good fight to help showcase his skill and ability to do this. I think it was one twenty six. Yep. Right. So we got Leo Santa Cruz in there. We talk. We talk. We Ooh. said the two best divisions we've been talking about. It. We've been mm-hmm. talking about the featherweight division and the welterweight division, man. Mm-hmm. So there's there's so much there's so much work out of there. That, the Selby you know, in there and Oscar Valdez. Oh, so right now we could see a little tr- crash collision course. It sounds like maybe for Magdalena and Valdez. This is just taking a guess. Okay. I would like to see. Well, that'll be an exciting. We'll, fight we'll, period, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Jesse, enjoy the victory, my man. Vegas representing right there. That's how we do it. Shape, get a haircut. Diet, do something with it. Do something with it. Put in a ponytail. Even do something with it. All right. Yeah. So Next. he was actually at one twenty two. Jesse Magdaleno. He was, at one, he was at one twenty two. So even if they stayed there, you you got Guillermo. You got Guillermo. go to one twenty six, Jesse. Got, yeah. Just do it. Just go to one twenty six, bro. <laughs> Stay away from your realm. Just, Stay away from it. Just, just, just take the just take the just take the run. Just. <laughs> I wonder. I bet you, Ringendo, we could take probably four or five fighters in like three round fights, and he could fight them all in one day. I bet. I guarantee you. I bet he, he could. And probably school them all. Ten, I, I, and school them all. Yeah. Yeah. This this guy, he needs to move up, man. If if you want to cement your legacy, move up. Enough about you. You don't need to fight this weekend. Let's talk about your boy. Valdez, Oscar. Oscar Valdez, man. Hey. Asta. Oh. So, you know, as I as we customarily do every fight, we take notes. Mm-hmm. You know what my notes said for Oscar Valdez? Ouch. No. So, versus Hiroshima Asawa. Osawa. Hiroshiga. Hiroshiga. Did I say Hiroshima? Is that racist? No. Borderline hate crime, but funny. Okay, <laughs> so so I have just like I start out the same. All my notes start out the same. I got their names, I got their division, and what their fight, their weight class they're fighting in. I have their records, and then after that, it comes with you know all the notes that I see from the fight. If there's notes, the notes I had was knockdown in oh, round four. Damn. Oh, okay. And KO round seven, <laughs> and then duh. Duh. Yeah. Did he be duh. We you can check what we, you can check what we said last week, man. Like Oscar Valdez, unless you put a known named yeah. you have to have a high class fighter. Like that's that's his right. next step. Like I, he I can't, feel like we can even you unfortunately you can't even say this is kind of racist, but it borderline is because we've talked about how these Japanese fighters are kind of getting pulled in because yeah. they they bring exciting fights. Yeah. Now the fact that they put them up against a Mexican that's a whole other form of jokes and racism that we'll cover on another show. But <laughs> not Oscar that we'll Val- go. Not we're not going to avoid it. We'll just cover it on another we'll show. We'll cover another show. Yeah. All right. Like the, the, we, the Hiroshima man. We got it. Was, <laughs> thousands died on that one, so we can't just keep keep going into that. But these Japanese fighters always show. Tough, just tough grit, yeah. ready to brawl yep. for war, kamikaze style. You got to beat them down. That's but, racist. But the, le- <laughs> <laughs> the level of class. Hey, save I got to do The level of class, man. Oscar Valdez definitely showed that he is above that man for so sure. So Oscar Valdez is one of my favorite. Uh, he's one of my favorite fighters out right now. Mm-hmm. 
He we, has to fight somebody of name now. We already mentioned I'm a couple names I'm in there. Like, I'm not even, no. Because the thing is, you have people who have a way higher record. So he's right now 22-0 with 19 knockouts. He's that right now. Mm-hmm. In 22, uh, tw- out of 22 fights, man, there are still people with more. A lot of people say he can be, needs to be proven more or needs you know, a couple more wins. This kid is ready. Anybody who's on his level, well, there's nobody on his level at where he's at. Anybody who he fights, if he's not of name, it's going to be below his standards, man. He has to go in there with the names, man. This kid is special. He is special because people at 126 hitting that hard, bro. Dude. Man. Nah, dude, it's, only, it's, three, only three fights went to a decision. That, that's, that's big for a small dude. For a hundred and twenty-six yeah. pounder, that's very big, man. To be dropping dudes like that, knocking them out, and he—I honestly think talent-wise, the only pre- the only people that's going to beat him is going to be experience. Yeah, that's the only people who with experience is going to be able to beat this kid. This kid needs a major, major fight headlining then soon. He, this kid is special. Yeah, now he would be a great fight with him and and Leo Santa Cruz would Le- be a nice bloody brawl. We got to see what's even up with, with that. him and Lee Selby would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Kyle Francis would be the real test. I'd like to but, see him you know, versus someone like maybe Scott you got, Craig. But even. You still, well, you still got, like, man, you still got that whole other the yeah, side yeah. that you can do. You got the Leo Santa Cruz versus Carl Frampton rematch, and they're still talking about Carl Frampton and Lee Selby. That, I actually want to see that just because, you know, two, co- yes, two countrymen yeah. going at it. I, yes, I'd sir. rather that, I though, agree with so you on that one. I don't 100%. want, I really don't want Oscar Valdez to fight Gary Russell Jr. I don't think he's ready for that. Who, Gary Russell? No. Oscar Valdez. Ooh. I don't think I, I, Gary Russell is that man, and that's what I said. Experience. That's the guy I had in mind when it uh, when we came experience mm-hmm. over there. Oscar Valdez, man, he's he's real. I don't want to, but like Gary those Russell other names, better stay current and he better keep stay active. Yeah, because if you want to get that Lomachenko rematch, you're gonna have to go through an Oscar Valdez to get it. That's for sure. Because this is a kid you cannot walk through, and you can't rely on just your hand speed. Yeah. Because this boy's gonna bring power. And he's coming, and he's coming through you too, and man. This he, guy does not step back, he has man. No. If you guys haven't, if you guys are listening, and you got, look, uh, go this, to facebook.com forward slash squared circle one hundred one. We're gonna throw some Oscar Valdez highlights, and you know what? Where else you can find him? In the recent bout section. Make sure you download that Squared Circle app. It's available on iTunes, Android. Anywhere you want to go, get the app. We got the KTFO section. We got the recent bouts. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud. That's how we get the love going. That's how we can bring more to you because we're trying to do big things. Because we got to trust the process. There's there's a lot of people because, you know, everybody watches, you know, sports differently. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's a lot of times where I'll see a boxer and I'm like, hey, yo, man, watch this fight. This is going to be a good fight or whatever and blase, blase. I tell people about Oscar Valdez, like, I'll, I'll tell more people about Oscar Valdez than I will Andre Ward. I love the way Andre Ward, but he is a he's smart. He's a smart. He's a he's a San Antonio Spurs of boxing. It's nothing flashy. It gets the job done. Might even be a little annoying like, to watch. It, it, it look, just because I mean, he's he's a, a Floyd Mayweather type man. He's really surgical and he's a technician with it. So, but Oscar Valdez, he's something exciting. He throws all the punches and he knocks. Every, virtually everybody the record, out, the man. The Spurs are way more entertaining than Floyd Mayweather. It's because you don't like boxing, for real. <laughs> this guy over here. No, <laughs> I don't work at UPS, that's why. I'm not even messed up. Isn't the Boxing Day like for packaging or something? Anyways, Oscar Valdez, check him out. We'll put him, we'll have it up there in the recent, by the time you listen to this, he'll be in the recent bout section. We'll even, have, we'll throw some highlights too on our Facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101. That's where you find it. Man, this boy's bad. He's a real bad, bad man. You're going to hear a lot of the name. Because even I guarantee if this guy even if he gets a defeat, it's gonna be a, an exciting one. Yeah. Now the main event: Manny Pacquiao versus Jesse Vargas. A lot of talk about this fight before and even after. For those who saw it last weekend, I, I I've read a lot of mixed articles. I think you nailed it best when you talked about it with Jesse Vargas when we were watching it, and then and, and then also Manny Pacquiao. So I was not. Wrong on this prediction. No, you were not. That's right. And sir. you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say something you a little bit some right there. Pod Look, right now. So, yeah. If y'all could see me, I'm doing the I was right dance. We have to. We might have to start doing this live. And you can tell he has no rhythm too. So, uh, uh, ladies, I don't know what you can say about that. But if any listening, 
It's all right though. He's, he's still my man's in him, though, man. He's still a good looking dude, man. So at least you have that, man. What Your legs don't work. What do you know? So I'm not I'm not backpedaling. I was wrong on this, but what I but what I said what I said last week was uh, Jesse Vargas can make it an ugly fight, and he has a natural ability to draw people to fight his fight. Manny Pacquiao punked him and fought his fight and imposed his will mm-hmm. on uh, Jesse Vargas. So it was. A lot of fights that I've seen Jesse Vargas, like I, I thought he was overmatched, but mm-hmm. for some reason it, they just gravitated towards him to fight in the kind of fight that he was accustomed to. And Manny Pacquiao wasn't having any of it, and he just dominated the fight, dominated the fight. Manny Pacquiao still showed that he had uh, a lot left in there in the tank. He 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 did. Um, I think uh, that a lot left in the tank is 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 getting overhyped a little bit though, because, and I'm gonna tell you why. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Because Jesse Vargas was nailing a lot of good clean straight rights that were bothering him. Jesse Vargas should not have the power to rattle him. All right? Mm-hmm. But age can change that. I was just about to say, man, how bad can you take a punch right now with your old self? Ain't nothing between us but the air, baby. Come on. <laughs> ain't nothing between us but that. You know? But hey, Jesse Vargas, I'll give him that credit. But you nailed it on one. You said one phrase that I thought defined that entire fight. Jesse Vargas was starstruck. Yeah. Shook, starstruck. That's like, you know, that's that's like you know you meeting Pusha T. Starstruck. You lucky. Can, I was we, not starstruck. I was not starstruck, man. First of all, VA, VA, baby, two up, two down, man. Always representing the hometown. Okay, okay. You got starstruck. Just got his autograph, selfie, pose with him. You know. Up. <laughs> Had him sign his shorts. But he didn't. But anyway, sell- oh, okay. now he was a little starstruck, Jesse Vargas. Manny Pacquiao had a very nice bounce in his feet because he came in light at 144. If he comes in too heavy, he, he doesn't look too good at all. But I, I wasn't too impressed. I thought he was good with it, but he should have been able to take out Jesse Vargas. There was moments when he made it a little ugly, but when he get, but he kept landing that straight right. He was looking for it. What being is light uh, on your feet. Jesse Vargas, what, is he, what does he fight? They're both 147. He no, walked- no, 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 no. Is he Southpaw or Orthodox? Or- orthodox. What is Manny Pacquiao? Southpaw. How do you get through a Southpaw? Straight right. He he. That's his game plan. You have he has to like. You can't say he. You know, he shouldn't have been landing that man. That's the yeah. that's the money punch. And you know when you got when you got both your four legs, it's almost touching each other. That's going to be the most open punch that you're fighting. Definitely correct. The only thing he did wrong was not. Do what he always does, and that's make it ugly. Make it ugly. You gotta make it ugly. Look, pretty boy. I know it's against his style, but you gotta make it ugly sometimes. You gotta get in there and do it. But when you get a light Manny Pacquiao 144 on the day of the land, yeah, that's 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 how he's gonna come in, light on his feet, bouncing, so he doesn't get destroyed like what he fought Juan Manuel Marquez. Uh, like I told everybody he was gonna do when he came in at 147. Well, we're gonna pounds. talk about that in a second. We're gonna talk about that in a Time's second. Up. But he has. He has Manny Pacquiao still has the best footwork besides Guillermo Rigondeau in boxing. Like when it comes to moving in and out side to side, Manny Pacquiao still looked good. He was light on his feet, so I was happy to see that. It is, you know, especially when all the hype before Pacquiao and Mayweather fought, everybody thought I hated Pacquiao. I never hated Pacquiao. I've always liked him. I've always loved watching him fight. Man, he was very entertaining. Uh, But be a fan of Floyd first. That's how it is. That's exactly what it is. So I'm, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad he took a time away from politics to to come back and uh, bless us with his presence. Okay. In the squared circle. Since you go ahead and mention his name, Floyd, everybody now wants, of course, they want to talk about Floyd and, and Manny too. Is it worth it? What do you think? People talking you know, about it. You know what? Little, you know what? Been, you know what? I don't. You know what I really don't like about the Floyd Manny Pacquiao uh, fight. I mean, the talks about it. I don't like it because. Nobody's asking Floyd. And when they are asking Floyd, he says, I'm retired for right now. Nobody has any say-so. Bob Arum, uh, anybody, Stephen A. Smith, anybody, like Manny Pacquiao, none of them. Nobody has any say-so. Nothing goes down unless Mayweather says so. They're asking the wrong people. Real quick, Stephen A. Smith, hood pass? No. Hell no. No? Okay. Not even a little bit, man. Not even a little bit? Not even a little bit? No. Okay. How'd no. you feel about him commentating? I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't. I couldn't. I didn't hear what he said. You already know how yeah. I feel about first take, yeah. man. I, I can't. The best thing about first. Let me tell best you. The, let me, let me, right listen, now. listen, listen. Let me tell you the best thing first take has ever done. Bless me with Carrie Champion, <laughs> woman. If you hear this, 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. Look, Jeez. I've been getting at that girl on Twitter for a few years now. She blocked me. No, she didn't block. She didn't block me. Hey, she responded to one of my. She responded to one of my tweets, man, and well, I did favor that. Order? It was. You know what? I hate you. I hate <laughs> you with all of my heart. That woman responded. That's the best part about first take and then of course Max Kellerman but Stephen A. Smith is way too loud for me and his hairline's too far back <laughs> his five line and he lines it up that way too oh god well does he god I man why are you asking me man you don't care for that Wait, man like that all y'all talk or something like that like some all, kind of all, all y'all all y'all Wait, what do you mean you people <laughs> huh huh what do you mean you people now let's get back to the second hit and talk about Pacquiao got destroyed by Marquez you, you know that right no. I told everybody when I saw him at 147 pounds that he was going to get destroyed, and he got destroyed. Hold on. Hold on. Look, man, because we bounced around a little. We bounced around a little bit because there's a couple things I want to say. Well, first of all, the Pacquiao, the Mayweather thing, we were talking about that. But, okay, I'm sorry. But he doesn't – He doesn't. I don't think he warrants a fight. It's going to be the same thing. Oh, and actually what I brought up. This is from somebody who doesn't even, who doesn't even watch boxing like that. Magic Johnson. The his, boxing world is talking about a possible. Son. Oh, sorry. oh, actually, Magic Johnson. Okay, the boxing world is talking about a possible Mayweather-Pacquiao rematch. No, they're not. It would be the same result as the first fight. Mayweather is too fast, too smart, and his will to win is greater than Pacquiao's. Would you want? Would you want to watch the second? I mean, would you warrant that? Yeah, I, I concur. I agree a hundred percent. Except for maybe I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to agree with the will to win part because he wins so easy, yeah. And he's never been put in, in a, and I guess a bloody brutal position to where you have it, to see that come out you know of him. What? You know what? I hate to lose more than I like to win. Yeah. So that I think that's just as great. So I don't think okay. Mayweather. I think Mayweather hates to lose. That's the reason why he has that. But I think you he's know what? To lose. Yeah. Well, I would be too because his whole his whole legacy is predicated on no losses. I don't. I, I, to no, him, it is it's to, to him, him. To, to him. him yeah. That, I said his legacy he, he, in he, his he, eyes is predicated to to all that. But, 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 but. Manny Pacquiao looked great, right? He looked really uh, against Jesse Vargas. He looked great, right? To everybody really else, good. yeah. I want to impress, but yeah. I saw I'll something. Say, I, saw say some, so. I saw something on social media, man, and I, I love like you know being. You know, around boxing and just following all these pages and stuff like that. Then opposed the question that I saw, and I was like, "Ooh!" And it was, "Would Errol Spence have knocked him out?" Jace Vargas. Yeah. Oh wait, are you? Are you? So Errol. I'm. I'm saying because the last time Pacquiao looked this good was against Chris Algieri, and you saw what Errol Spence did to him. That's something I want to see. Terrence Crawford, possibly, I would love to see. Against Manny Pacquiao, if he's going to do a fight, because that can't be Pacquiao's last fight. No, no, that, that can't be. Yeah. I mean, especially looking that you know that good for Jesse Vargas. Now, I'm not saying Pacquiao was the greatest he's ever looked, but he looked really good for. He had a very good bounce. He had a he very good bounce with that. But it's time to for hey, both. Put it's up a for both. So there's a lot of talk now. Cause, so this is this might become like Pac versus like when Shaq was versus everything. So Pacquiao versus Terrence Crawford. Or maybe Pacquiao versus Kell Brook. His name's been talking a lot. You heard him maybe trying to use that IBF title to get Pacquiao yeah. into the fight. Yeah. I'm going to give you, you got, you got one minute. Kell Brook or Manny Pacquiao? I'm going to go Kell Brook. Does Kell Brook have a hood pass? Nah. Triple G fight? Nah, he ain't good. He even got stabbed, bro. Hey, he, man. Cats in the hood, man. Mike make fun of his accent too much, man. That's the first thing that came to my mind, man. Has everyone ever been mad at a Brit for his accent? I don't know. Because especially if he walks around talk, calling people as a tosser. Ooh, <laughs> so so that's the thing. Yeah, accent that. alone, I'm going to say I'm gonna say no. Hey, I'll respect him. I'll be like, hey, leave him alone. K. I'll be like, special cereal? But you, you cereal? He's like, nah, man. He was a basketball player in a movie or something, something like, like that. that special right? special nah, K. Man, nah, man. That's the shit kill out got. Nah, <laughs> man. But uh, Kel uh I'll take Kell Brook just okay. for the simple fact of coming back, though, and Pacquiao's age. We're not going to talk about this, but we are Errol Spence, Manny Pacquiao. Two lefties. I'm going with the hungry younger fighter, man. Mm. I'm going with, like, that, especially after seeing what, what Earl Spence did to Chris Algieri. You know, Pacquiao knocked him down a whole bunch, but Earl Spence destroyed him. Mm. Nobody destroys Chris Algieri. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody puts, Algieri. he put baby in the corner. He put, 
You put baby in the corner. This was a world kickboxing champion and a world boxing. So he's champion. used to getting hit in his face, especially with feet with and fists. And fists. So uh, I'm I'm taking that. But honestly, you know what? Mm-hmm. Out of all that, Terence Crawford needs his money fight. Victor Postal, you know, no Manny Pacquiao, Terence Crawford. That's a fight. That's a fight right there. That's, that's a, a fight, fight right there. That most likely will happen if Pacquiao wants to win it. Needs to happen at 147. Yeah. Not no catch weight if he wants to win this fight. And we've talked about who we thought would win. And I still, Samson Simpson, I stick by my story on this one. I still think Manny Pacquiao would overwhelm him and win. Nah, man. Maybe. We'll see how he looks against John John Molina coming up on December 10th. Last thing. And this could determine our friendship. Manny Pacquiao got a hood pass. Yeah, man. Manny Pacquiao gets a hood pass. Good job, sir. He's going to slums. But yeah, he man, watched he, his friend he, die in the ring hey, of his first fight. He, he came he came from nothing too, man. Yeah, I I respect Pac-Man, man. He get man, I'll allow him anywhere. Yeah, not nah, Manny Pacquiao definitely he, an advocate for the sport of boxing and just a humanitarian for people. You know what? Just not you know what's I mean, crazy about Manny Pacquiao. Don't trust girl, but you know, you know, what? you know what? funny about Pacquiao. I could there's no possible way I would lose to Manny Pacquiao. I can't lose to somebody who comes in the ring smiling and then have him beat me up for twelve rounds. That's, I'd be so hot. That'd be the easiest way to lure you in the punches. Like, yeah, oh he's, man, he looks he's, so, he's, he's so all cool. happy and stuff, and then all of a sudden pop pop. Oh, but no, but we uh what we were talking about is we got into an argument during this fight. It was no argument, it was just me telling you what happened. Oh, but what the hell are you talking about is what we're talking about. Talk about Mark so, look, I, it, destroyed. Okay, so so he says So you guys, Sonny, I told Suda, back, we quick were back t- story. Day before the, when I, day of the day fight, of. I saw the weigh in at 147. I called people up. I said Pacquiao was going to get destroyed, and he got destroyed by Marquez. He didn't get destroyed by Marquez. What? Okay. When, uh, he did when a did face he, when, plant. He did a face plant. So when did when did he get knocked out? What round was it? Sixth round. It was in the sixth round, right? Mm-hmm. Who destroyed. was when? So in the five rounds before that, what did you have the fight as? Maybe one round Pacquiao. Barely. One round Pacquiao? Yeah. But he got knocked down already once. You said no. Wait a minute. You're talking about Marquez won four out of the five rounds. No, Pacquiao. I thought Pacquiao was ahead. By how Barely. many rounds? Maybe one. One. Maybe two. So you no, had- yeah, no. It was one round. Maybe two. It was a day. It was a close fight because they both exchanged nah, knockdowns. No. Both bloody in the face, and then he got destroyed because he's. Your eyes are worse than I expected, man. Worse Is that than an I Asian thought, joke? man. It, I don't care what you take it as, man. I'll but look, you can't. Joke, yeah. you, you take it however you want. Your eyes is wrong, man. Pacquiao, I would have gave him. I would have gave. I would have gave him four rounds to Marquez, and that's being generous. So he got Why caught. Were you watching? I was watching the Pacquiao Marquez fight, man. Which Manny Pacquiao had the, Manny Pacquiao had Marquez on the ropes. That's why he was getting beat because he had him on the ropes the whole time. Not literally on the ropes, but he had him on the run. And Marquez was looking for that one shot, which he caught him as. Now, with Manny Pacquiao winning majority of the fight, you saying he was going to get destroyed? He got caught. A lot of people in boxing in this sport get caught. But you know what You know what? I brought the attention to? You don't believe somebody can have, can be winning a whole round and then get knocked down and all of a sudden that makes it a 10-8 round. So that's the same difference in this fight. So how does somebody winning majority of the fight get destroyed? Look, your, you wanna, wording, your word association sucks, If you want to play games here, so let's get Hasbro on it. If you're playing Battleship and I say A1 because you're talking to the ace, number one here, and I call the shot. For my destroyer, and you sink, what happens? You're destroyed, by definition alone. And one punch touched him, and, and instead of using his hands, he was like, hey, let me try my face. Caught it. Boom. Yeah, no. There was white tape around this man. They used smelling salt. They haven't brought out smelling salt since the 50s. Look. And somehow listen, they had it by the ring. Listen. He got caught. He got knocked out. He face planted. But this man, he got KTFO'd. But you can't say that he got destroyed. I just you did. can't say. I you said it. Destroyed. I hate you. Give me I a D. I hate you. E. Destroyed. You. you can't. Yeah, that's why you stopped that D E because you can't even spell it all the way out. I guarantee you. Hey man, it's D E destroyed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what it was. Because he got he been he got slept. He, bam, face first. There has still never been more memes in one night on the internet except for that fight. You know what? Uh, you know what? Uh, Maybe the Jordan cry face, but that's it. No, nah, and the Kim Kardashian what? porno. So those guys, are the three things. Hey, if you guys don't know, I'm a I'm a Virginia native, man. So I'm a Redskins fan till I die. I was so yeah. mad. There was when Art. That was the same year. Uh, RG three got hurt in the playoffs, <laughs> and he was laying on the ground. And they did a Pacquiao RG three meme where they were both laying in bunk beds. 
Hey, yo, man, I don't think I laughed so hard and cried at the same time when I saw <laughs> that, man. I was so hurt. That was by, hilarious. I was so hurt by that. Oh, one of the things I wanted to bring up, I forgot to bring it up last week, and then I'm still not over it, uh, especially being a Redskins fan. We played the Cincinnati Bengals, and we tied. Now, I say that to say this. If you ever notice, when I'm reading off people's record, I don't put the draws in. No point. Unless it's this is America. How are, we allow- how are we allowing draws or ties in any sport? Even with boxing, I can understand it being one way. I mean, or people can't make a decision. Like, hey, man, I mean, they are 12 rounds. Either so if you round, got yeah. it, so if you got it, it six, six, I understand. But you know what? I need an X-Factor judge. Ooh. I need an X-Factor judge. I need a judge that's sitting here and be like, hey, man, who did you give me that slight edge? Or who... What do you see on this one? Hey, I give this guy I a like nod. That. I like there this. should never be so a draw. You're suggesting an X Factor judge. Like in the NFL, if it's a tie, we should get the two best dancers to do their victory dance in the field to get the X Factor. No, nothing. Nobody. Hello? No, no. Your jokes oh. suck. We'll get back to that one here. <laughs> we'll work on that one. Yeah, to the go back board. to the draw. No, but I'm with you. An X Factor judge no. to be the, just to kind of be that, the, like you, the fourth one in the ring. You got Steve Farhood. You got Harold Letterman, cats like that who are professionals who do this you on a daily apps, basis. You can do it you live. Got, you can do it live. No, I'm not letting. We The election just happened. We're not letting the public vote on anything. Is that your trump card? I don't oh, know. How do you do it? How do you do it? I don't know. I don't know where they come from. They just come out of nowhere sometimes. Like this guy, he looks beautiful coming off the rope. No, no, but um, no, just another professional judge. Just like he, his only job is to score the fight, and if it's a draw, what do you have it as? That's your only job. That's your only job. I think that should be. There should never be an allowed. There, everything has to be settled as a winner loss, man. Because especially with the sport of boxing, everything is predicated on wins and losses. Hey, did you win this fight? Okay, you move on to going to the next person. If you could if the you sport lose of boxing fight, add one round in that in type of well, no, because there's too much of a cool down to find out with the decision. That might be it. Wouldn't work, maybe. But it's possible. Maybe I guess if they gathered it right away, you could say, hey. We got one more round I mean, before they, they even now I mean, scorecards. The you say I one mean, more round. Championship boxing matches used to be fifteen rounds. That's right. That's right. I mean, it's the thing sh- is, I'm fu- people's attention span is low, man. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Th- I think twelve rounds is perfect. I, I just think too. we. I just think we need just like a, a separate judge in there just to be able to referee. Somebody neutral, never be, maybe. Yeah. Look, look. Okay, so like me or you? Look, I'm not a professional. I'm not a professional boxer. I, I know, man. I'm, shut, oh, up, shut up. Yeah, yeah, no. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. So, but I have I have trained. I have been in a boxing gym. I have worked out. Least ain't up, nothing, ain't nothing worse than work, doing all, all that, that hard work for, for a a what? A draw? A big O. Mm-hmm. Just what are you? I'm twenty and three and a draw. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't win, yeah. but I didn't lose. Like no. You know that? You know what that means? That's yeah, yeah. Now before we. Go round and round, keep going in circles. This is Squared Circle 101. You could reach us at facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Squared Circle 101 at Gmail. Hit us up on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Download the app. Just search Squared Circle in whatever phone you use in Android, iPhone. It's in there. We need the feedback. We love it. We're trying to do big things. We got iHeart Money as a goal. We're trying to talk our way into the fight game. Make sure you know us. You're going to learn. You're going to learn today. That's for sure. Make sure you hit us up. And that's where you find us. Now, we got to move forward here. One thing before we do, I want to talk about Eris Landy Laura. This is a guy who's got great skills. By the way, Pacquiao got destroyed. Who's got great skills. Got a controversial loss to Canelo. And he keeps calling out Triple G. If you keep poking at the bear, the bear will come eventually. But how is this man's name not even on Triple G's radar? He's scared. Triple G? Yeah. He's uh, not necessarily scared as in the actual literal meaning of scared. Eris Randy Laura is dangerous. He is very dangerous. Watching the Eris Randy Laura Canelo fight, I watched that with a grain of salt. I was like, I don't know. Like, I think Canelo's going to win, but it was still. Too many. He's a a dangerous fighter. And especially if you're especially if you're looking at a Canelo uh Triple G payday mm-hmm. uh, by the end of next year. Ooh, you can't really, you can't, you can't really take, can you can't, spoiler, you yep. can't take any chances like that, man. So um, now you said you're not a huge fan of uh, Laura. I, 
you know, he's I, I respect the game for sure, but he's a dirty go fighter. Go at him. Look, man, I don't know if this 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 can translate to Spanish, son. <laughs> Keep the name out your mouth. Nah, he's a dirty fighter. He likes to get this. He likes to sneak in them elbows. He likes to. He'll even throw some nut shots if he's in close if the ref ain't looking. Yeah. You know, and that's and most Cuban fighters aren't like that when they're pros. Sometimes they try to sneak it in during the amateurs or, or Olympics because it's not going to count against their points, and you could slow them down in three rounds pretty quick and easy. So I, I get it, but he keeps running his mouth like he beat Canelo. I thought he gave, just because of the Mayweather fight, he gave that fight away. He did not make him pay for it. And it's like, you don't call out Eminem. You don't call out Jordan on the court. You don't call out Shaq or Kobe on the court when they was the ones. You know, look what happened to the Pacers. If we get home field advantage, where are they at now? Look, I don't mind him for calling him out. I want to see it. Like, but for Triple G's art sake and argument. How did this article even get translated into English? He's been living in America for almost 10 years now and still not a lick. Man, I'm, I'm starting not to like this dude more. You, so, you better have some Cuban cigars. Look, look, if you guys don't know my man Sonny, he's adamant about any foreign fighter learning English. I don't know if that's the commie in him. Or Maybe. whatever in his, but he's adamant about that. So that's exactly reason why he he has a problem with him not speaking English. We're trying to get America great again, okay? Oh God! I don't know God. where it come from. I don't know. God. It just it just comes right off the top. God. I don't know where this come God. from. I don't know where it come from. Yeah. Now, it, it, this is my thing. I understand. I get it. But if you want to be, especially in this sport, if you want to have a name that they talk about, you have to be able to talk to the people. One of the most, the, the, the one face-off that annoyed me a little bit that I watched was the Cotto-Margarito rematch, where Cotto was speaking yeah. in English, Margarito was speaking in Spanish. I was glad to see that boy get beat down, because Cotto learned English just for this reason. Is that the only reason why you was glad to see Margarito get beat down? No, he deserved that stuff for what he did to Cotto. And then, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, no, for trying to attend. Man, who knows how long he'd be getting away with that. But that, that was one of those things that was hard to watch, because... Cotto was just talking, even with the broken English. Marquez, too. Same thing. And if you want to get these fights and stay relevant, you have to be able to do it. I'm a guess to say Triple G probably speaks like seven languages, like the rest of them Russians. These these American sleepers, you know. Who knows when he's going to get activated, and that's even more scary because he don't need guns. He carries the guns all day. Now, let's move forward here. We got more fights this weekend because this is Talkus Mac 101. Squared Circle 101 is where you know you're at in the ring discussing the sweet science. Now, big fight this weekend. One of them I like to touch on is going to be, let me see what we got here. Uh, his name is Eddie Alvarez versus Conor McGregor. Ooh. Did, you just did you just switch sports on me? Yeah, it's a combat sport. I know you might not be a McGregor fan. Not an MMA fan, but we'll, we, I mean, I, 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 I would personally have to do my research on it, man. We can okay. touch on it. So, like, uh, I, know I know McGregor is a... Uh, is still who's the last guy he just fought? Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. Mm -hmm. First of all, Nate Diaz gave you a rematch after you lost to him, and now you Maybe got I the now you beat him, and you're gonna go fight somebody else. I don't think that's how it should work. Okay. I need I need to see a rematch right away uh, between that. So I don't even know who the other dude is. I know I know uh, Conor McGregor. I know he, <laughs> I know he beat Nate Diaz by boxing and running his last fight. So I mean, I'll, I'll I'll look up the other guy. They both were walking towards they each other. Yeah, looking at the like time, two, man. Two moments in there, you know. But that's okay. You know why? Because this is squared circle one one. This is the one one. These are the lessons, and this is combat. These are gladiators, and we will respect these men, whether we're fans or not. You know why? Because they can talk boxing. You like so, you, you you like the guys in the little shorts rolling around on the ground and hugging each other. Is that what you like? We you never talk about this. Hey man, you said you respect it, man. I just wanted to know how much of it you respect, like all of it or just a little bit of it. There uh, isn't one man on this earth at one point who didn't want to be a WWF wrestler. All right. That's don't you don't you dare bring the great Vince McMahon in this. That's, <laughs> don't, 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 hey, don't that's where McGregor is gonna be when he's done with this because he will sell out those arenas for sure. He uh, will sell them out for sure. Hey. This is something you might hear a little bit more. That was a little MMA minute. We didn't disrespect it at all. We kept the gay porn jokes out of it this time. But it's still terrible. Hey, but I whatever. might bring it up again. Make sure you're ready, son. You've got to be prepared with me because this is the one-on-one -on -one lessons. This is the evolving world. I'm not even going to get into the current election and how effed up that was. But Eddie Alvarez is pretty solid. You should watch the fight this weekend. If you can, if not, 
We won't put it on recent bounce shot. Not yet. They, <laughs> they ain't earned that level yet. Yes. But make sure you download the app. Yes, me who Eddie Alvarez was. And I was like, was that Canelo's yeah. brother? I was well, like, I know nothing of this guy. I was like, man, yeah, Alvarez, man. He was on the, I don't know who the hell he is. Canelo, whatever. Didn't we just see him the other day out the street there? At the, you know, the taco truck. Anyways, Martin Murray versus Dmitry Trudinov. This is supposed to be Martin Murray versus Arthur Abraham. Um, this is kind of a filler fight. On the card of this Louis, Luis Ortiz. Um, not sure if we could talk too much on this one. Martin Murray hasn't had any really real big wins uh, since his loss to Triple G. Dmitry Trudinov has one loss to one reputable fighter, Chris Eubank Jr. So with this one here, I'm not, I, I can't even really predict the winner. It should be Martin Murray, but Dmitry Trudinov has a chance, an opportunity to excel and take that win. Um, also on this card is Jamie Madonna and Laborio Solis Bantamweights. Not too much about these guys. I don't want to do anything disrespectful because they don't even have that many highlights. The division is not that stacked. But Jamie Madonna seems to be traveling across the world getting a lot of wins. If you keep it up, maybe we'll talk about you again later. Jason Sosa versus Steven Smith. Now this is a fight that we are going to talk about because we got some more to go. Jason Sosa... Hasn't had, he's had one loss on his record, and he hasn't lost since 2010. Now, we got his fight, his record up here. But he's had three draws since then. Three draws. <laughs> three. Eh. 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 That was all three of them right there. I just claimed them. But one of his most recent wins was a guy named Javier Fortuna. Fortuna. Yep. And then he also has a draw with, with Nicholas Walters. Nicholas Walters. I remember watching that fight, actually. Um, that was a fight Walters should have won. You might even say, got a little gift draw on that one, possibly. But word on the street, B, it was that he was having trouble with weight or something like that. No excuses for him. You got to get the Ws. Back in the day, they fought the same day of the weigh-ins. All right. Jason Sosa has a chance to impress. He's going against a fighter, Steven Smith. Not Stephen A. Smith. Stephen Smith. With a PH, not a B. It's still a PH with Stephen A. Smith. And, and when you get a chance, guys, maybe we'll, if we can find a fight poster for this fight, we're going to put it up on there because there's a chance these guys are fighting the same person, each other. They're like their own doppelgangers. <laughs> so Stephen, Stephen Smith, I actually watched that. Um, the Jose Pedraza. The, uh, the Jose Pedraza fight. I remember that one. Yeah, that was a PBC fight. Mm-hmm. That, was, that, was a, that was a loss there. And then who did he fight after that? Uh, Daniel Eduardo Brazuela. Uh, definitely a South American mm-hmm. fight. Hey, got him lined up here for Jason Sosa. Now, the winner of this fight could be looking at bigger things because these are, I believe, these are Al Hamming guys. And Jason Sosa, for not having a loss since 2010, that's impressive alone. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's been in the ring with some names. Steven Smith has a chance to redeem himself because he has one loss. And they could be no, fighting. Steven Smith has two losses. Two one losses? Of them, yeah, two, but one of them is to Lee Selby. Oh, okay. There so, you go. And That's a Jose world-class opposition. Can't say, say nothing bad yep. about that one. So it might line him up for another title opportunity. Jason Sosa could be on a crash course to face somebody else big in that division. Who knows? I think this is going to be a very good and entertaining fight. Um, Jason Sosa always brings it. The main event now is Luis King Kong Ortiz versus Malik Scott. Malik Scott is a good but forgettable heavyweight, American heavyweight. Yeah. Because of the generation he's he's part of. And then there's Luis King, King Kong, Kong Ortiz. Now, should he be offended by that nickname? Nah. No? Nah, man. Because when you look at him, man, I, I, I it matches. That, <laughs> that, Taking that, it back. That, that, that name matches his... Uh, his stature, man. Like when I don't think I don't think of him as a monk. I think of him as just like a straight beast. Whoa, 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 whoa! Who said that? Oh, oh God! God. Here God. you go. This guy. This. Guy. I can say it. I can say it. You can't say it. You're my hood pass. I can't, <laughs> I can't say it when you're around. Like it's all right. Don't beat him up. Don't punch him. Don't punch him. He, hey, he's with me. Hey, when I'm standing in front of the TV, what'd your boy say? <laughs> <laughs> What did he say? He said, I'm a body of homie. And I was like, that's my hood pass. He's like, hey, nope. (laughs) (laughs) I was just standing in front of the TV. I was like, man, don't do that. I can move. Tap on the shoulder. But Luis Ortiz versus Malik Scott. Malik Scott is a well-tested heavyweight. Mm -hmm. Um, Luis Ortiz, can we 
Let's look at Malik Scott. Let's look at his resume here. So he's he's uh he has has a heavyweight. He has no power. Thirty eight wins, two losses, thirteen knockouts. Not gonna get far. Have you? But actually, just looking at him, watching him fight, he does have what he does have what it takes Mm -hmm. to beat him because he's going to be quicker. He's more agile. He's more athletic. And he's big too. He's 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 big too. He doesn't have the power to bother or hurt Mm -hmm. Luis Luis Ortiz. and then his only two losses were against uh, Deontay Wilder, which was that first round knockout, which was uh, last year. That was ugh. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I'm, it was. It didn't even. It, it landed at an awkward one right on the temple. Took him out. Uh, and then his, then he has losses to, to Derek Chisora. Now, Derek Chisora, man, he's twenty six and six. That's a but the the, the the reason why I'm gonna give uh, the reason why I'm gonna give him this pass on the loss to him. Is because of everybody that he's fought. Let me see, Derek Chisora. He's he's fought Tyson Fury twice. He you know he, David Haymaker. Hey, Vitaly Klitschko. Like he's so, so four of these losses are against a, a world champions. Mm-hmm. So for him to beat uh, Malik Scott, I'll I'll give him that pass on that second loss. So, but the thing is, he, I don't know what his strength and conditioning coach is working on, but he needs. They, they're probably just trying to make sure they have the right game plan to keep him at bay. Um, Derek Chisora is a madman. One of the most entertaining fights, even leading up to the fight, was him versus David Hay. Um, anytime you got to have a glass plate between two fighters, that, that's, you know you got, some good, you got some good action coming. So his loss to Derek Chisora, that, that was a, that's a credible loss, but a fight he should have won. Yeah. You should have been able to mentally beat that dude yeah. and take over. Now, Luis I mean, Ortiz is another kind of machine. He's another kind of animal, man. You know what? He has pretty quick hands for a guy being that big. His foot movement, his uh, foot movement sucks, but he makes up for it in power. So in like, power, he's, um, he's he's a, he's a bigger size heavyweight. And when you see his when when you saw Tyson land a punch, um, you knew you you know it was done. Mm-hmm. When this man lands a punch, the thing it about, hurts. The thing about Tyson's punches, though, like, you know how they say it's not the cult that fall that kills you, it's the impact of the ground? Tyson's punches, no. It hurt before they connected. And so Luis Ortiz Crap. is kind of like the same thing. He's just like, oh, God, it's coming. It's coming, it's and coming. Then, then you get caught, and it's just like, man, it hurt before. And then all you're just like, man, it wasn't that bad or it was worse. I wonder how long it took these Cubans to create this man in the lab. Because there's him and Mike Perez are the only other... He's and there's maybe one or two heavyweights before them even that were Cuban. Not many at all. So I don't know. I, I bet you if we put a number on him, he might say every 20 years. So he might be like 50 years old. We don't even know. Who knows? I need uh, I need Luis Ortiz to win this fight, though. I need him to win this fight because I want to test. I need I need to see him against the other names in that heavyweight division. I need to see Anthony him. Joshua, the, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, he actually said he can beat all of them, Vermaine Severn would be a good test also. Mm-hmm. Throw in there Chris Ariola. Don't take the fight, I, I would, don't take I, the fight, Chris. Whatever I, you do, I would, I would love to see it, man. Because it'd be a great, is, entertaining they, fight. It really but. would, because they're both the same. They both got the same body styles, man. Mm-hmm. And in the way Deontay Wilder beat Chris Ariola, he's not going to be able to move like that. You know, the the dynamics of the way uh, Deontay Wilder is as a fighter, he's he doesn't have to worry about it as much. I think with uh, uh, Lewis King Kong Ortiz, so. I, I think I would. I need to see. I would like to see him and Chris Ariola, even though Chris Ariola is coming off that loss. Go ahead and pick one on this one. Luis Ortiz, Malik Scott. Any 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 inch of your body think Malik Scott has a chance? No. No, not at all, right? No. Me neither. I, I, Me neither. You know what? It's boxing. So I'm not going to say One punch can change it all. One punch can change it all. 13 but, knockouts out of 38. 13 knockouts wins. is not going to be his punch. The odds are against you, my brother. Yeah, the odds so are against you. I give him a 5% chance. Now, we are closing up here, and I forgot to tell you something. That this is your power hour of pure entertainment here. We are here discussing the sweet science, and we might go a little over, might go a little under. That's how we do it. It's you either limbo or jumping around. Anyway. You'll stay and listen anyways, because we are going to give you that pure entertainment. This is your power hour, the sweet science. Now, moving forward with three more fights to talk about. We got Jared Swift Heard. Versus JoJo Dan. We just got talk done talking about Steven Swifty Smith. Yeah. Now, I remember Swifty McVeigh on the D12 album also. But then there's... This is on the Danny Swift Garcia card. 
Should we make these three dudes just rumble for the name or something? I, I think I think it needs to be if they're in the same weight classes, the name for Swift needs to be fought over. Definitely. Royal I Rumble, agree. just a four corner match, and go out there and see just see who Royal, wins. just yeah. Royal Rumble rules. You can't square up with one person, you might get popped in the back. Yeah, now nah, this is yeah. Even trainers, if you got any up and coming fighters, don't nickname them Swift at all. We gotta retire this at all. Quick hands, call them quick hands. We got, we got sweet, sweet hands. Sweet hands plant. Caleb Plant. I missed that guy already. He's due, he's due for a fight, man. He is good at entertainment. But we talk about Jarrett Swifty Hurd versus JoJo Dan. JoJo Dan fought Billy Joe Saunders twice. Mm -hmm. Jarrett Swifty Hurd, I remember watching him on a PBC card. But I don't remember him doing anything impressive to catch my eye. I, I remember he beat Frank Galarza. I think he knocked him out. We might have to look that up. But nothing stood out on this guy at all. Jojo Dan is a reputable name that's fought a lot of good, good fights. Um, this is going to be a tough test for Jojo Dan to, to to win if he wants to stay in name in contention. Jarrett Hurd, this is a chance to leapfrog and move up. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's J E J A R R E T. Jarrett Hurd. What, what what the weight division are these guys? I believe they're 154, 160. Let's check that out. Here. What you got? Super welterweight, so they're at one fifty four. So big division. You get a win here, your name becomes in the conversation. Once you're in the conversation, it's up to you to stay in the conversation. It helps if you speak English. I'll tell you that. Got a lot of competition in there, man. Got a lot of competition in there. Jared Heard, I want to pick you to win this fight, but I don't know if you're experienced enough for JoJo Dan. That's all I can really say about this one. I believe you got the height on him, but Jojo Dan is a well-tested, well-tested fighter. His actual name is spelled I-O-N-U-T, so you could assume, I don't know where the nickname Jojo came from, but let's go with that. Jared Hurd, Swifty, you got a big Swifty on your chest. I wonder if that was half the budget before he got his, like, training outfits, his gloves and all that. He was like, hey, what are you going to do for your first fight? Well, you know, I need a mouthpiece, some hand wraps, and a tattoo across my chest. It says Swifty, real big. Like, it covers his pecs, even. You know, I shouldn't be talking about that. I should be talking about your skills. Now, Javier Fortuna versus Omar Douglas. That's going to be a good fight, That's going to be a good fight. It's going to be, because Omar Douglas, man, it, you remember him from the head wrapping along uh, the knotted now, uh, dread hair that he had wrapped up, though. If you guys aren't familiar with the name Omar Douglas, he is the brother who's got, he's got bigger dreads than Bob Marley. Right, it was Ziggy Marley, whichever Marley's still around, and they wrap it up in kind of like what looks like a cast, you know? Mm -hmm. He's like he's like a Rasta version of Rick Ross, but buff as a fighter, you know? And if, if you once you see that, you'll know exactly who he is from these PBC cards. Javier Fortuna lost not too long ago to Jason Sosa. Big test for Omar Douglas. How are you seeing this right here? Uh, well, Javier Fortuna's a proven champion. Mm -hmm. he, 30 and 1, 22 knockouts, man. I don't think I don't think uh Omar Douglas has enough experience to beat this guy, Ooh. but it's still gonna be an entertaining fight though. So what's Omar Douglas' record? 17 and 0. How many knockouts? His last knockout. 12 knockouts. 12 knockouts. So they got both got the same kind of knockout ratio, sounds like. I'm with but you, Javier. Though, man, that experience can, can that do experience, a lot. That experience does a lot because, like, especially when you come into when you there's a reason why. So I always bring this analogy when I, when it comes to experience, man. So you got Jordan. You see him the first eight years of his career, man. He's mm -hmm. jumping out the gym. He's dunking on everybody. He's dropping 35, 40, 50 points on cats, mm -hmm. though. But when Jordan came back from his first retirement. And he was a little bit slow, and he went down to the block, and he didn't have to do all that. Started doing more fadeaways. And he stuff. started doing more fadeaways, and he was more efficient with his game. That that that, and it's because he's seen and he's done everything a lot. So it's just there like nothing a, that you. So look, there's nothing that I, I, I will never try to debate basketball with you. But I feel like there is a big debate about you could debate how the second half of Jordan's career is yeah. almost better than the first half because of the adjustment. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. There's a reason. There's a reason why some people last longer than others, man. And it's because of how they fine tune their bodies and how they, and how they basically take any. They master their craft. And that's I'm how always you, been a fan of mastering their craft. So that's how you get a Marquez who's got 50 fights, Pacquiao who's got 40 fights, 
Um, Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. retired with like 100 fights total. Yeah, like I think 20 losses in there, but because he kept fighting past his prime. And it, Roy Jones got to be up in the 60s now. Yeah, in so, the fights. so like think about it, man. Like Javier Fortuna, he has more knockouts than Omar Douglas has fights. Ooh. So like even that alone, so it's just like what can I would o- say that to him in the press conference. <laughs> what what can Omar Douglas do? And this is not even a knock or a plight on him because I like Omar Douglas, man. He's mm-hmm. a he's a scrappy fighter too. Head, but what is he? But what he's gonna what is he gonna do that Javier Fortuna hasn't seen? Mm. That's right. Whip my head back and forth. Whip my head. Don't, don't ever quote Little Mama on the show. Who's that? Let's see. I, I don't know what these kids. That was a test. Is. I was like, 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 that's lip glosses popping. I don't know what the hell they sing. We're not even going to go into who that is because I'm not, it's one, it's one or dismiss. It's one or dismiss. I don't remember which one. Omar Douglas made a force be with you. I don't know if you're ready with Fortuna, but you can prove me wrong and I'll still cheer for you later. I think Javier is going to have a little bit too much experience. Omar might not be ready, but he's still the young and quicker fighter than the main event of this Card is going to be Danny Swift Garcia versus Sammy Vargas. Sammy Vargas, his last fight that might be known was a loss to Errol Spence Jr. And that might be the last fight anybody's seen him in the U.S. Um, let's pull it. We're going to pull him up real quick and we're going to look and see if he's got any of the names on that record because we all know Danny Swift Garcia. I'm a, I'm a fan of Danny because he's that underdog who came up. But now he's kind of getting to a point where I don't see him enough. He's not relevant enough to me. And he keeps getting a lot of little easy fights. I don't know if it's because of negotiating, trying to get the big fights. He has one lined up with Thurman. You know, Thurman was like, hey, I don't need no tune-up. Let's do this. Danny's like, yeah, I'll take a tune-up. Send me a Colombian. No. He's not taking a tune-up because, remember, this fight was scheduled before they scheduled the Keith Thurman fight. So this was a cherry-pick fight. And then he get he for me personally, Danny Garcia gets a pass on his Sammy Vargas fight so just you're for the simple this fact. An, a Sunday with a cherry on top. I, I don't get that analogy. You lost Ooh. me. You, you lost. Yeah. You, you, now, so, coke with a cherry in it, maybe. Yeah, oh. God, God damn it. So no, no, so no. He Let gets a since since he since he signed the paperwork or you know we have an official Keith Thurman versus Danny Garcia I look at this as a warm up fight instead of a cherry pick fight now because you're not going to want nobody who's going to be a true test to you right. until you fight too big Keith of a risk. Thurman too big of a risk you, you don't, don't need no all cuts, that so, so like I'll give you that but um, I'm looking at Sammy Vargas as a sacrificial lamb I don't think he has anything yeah, just like I said he got destroyed um, got destroyed by uh, Earl Spence and that's something that we keep bringing up constantly that we need to bring up with a better name than just Al Jury. I'm, I'm, we're gonna hit up Al later, Al Heyman, and we go talk mm-hmm. about this. We'll talk about it. Al, I'm gonna hit you up. Shoot me a text or something. But Danny Garcia, you better be impressive. They got you a guy to get you rounds to prepare. His style is nothing like Thurman's. I, I want to know who your sparring partners are gonna be. If you do not dismantle this man in less than seven rounds, you are gonna have a tough time with Keith Thurman, and I can't wait to do. Or get the round, get the rounds in. Sammy Vargas might be the sparring partner for Danny Garcia, honestly. Ah, uh, his style ain't Keith Thurman. He ain't sparring him from the ring, but exactly, you still gotta get, you gotta get these rounds in to stay active to make your, to keep your muscle memory tight. And with every quick reaction on there, Danny Swift Garcia, you better get the win. Now, this is the sweet science here, your power hour of pure entertainment. We got a couple other fights coming up next weekend that we're gonna talk about. The one we've been waiting for the most, Ward versus Kovalev. And I'm also excited about, we're going to have our first Thanksgiving show. We're actually going to drop a show on Thanksgiving. That means there's going to be people celebrating the first day we met with the natives before we committed genocide. And possibly listen to our show. Hopefully they don't make the connection between the two. But, I hope you're all looking forward to it. Now, we love doing this. We are here for your Power Hour Pure Entertainment. Make sure you hit us up at squared circle 101 at gmail facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101 we're gonna have on there the oscar valdez highlights we might even put up that david hay versus Derek chisora if we could find maybe the the highlights to that one did we talk about the 20 year anniversary of hollyfield and tyson that that was a fight that hurt my heart that's one of the ones i told you about the anxiety that i had towards that and how much it made me feel how indifferent it made me feel I'm so with you. It, it's um it was I'm, a really humbling loss i felt like i took the loss honestly i felt like i took the loss but 
It um yeah, twenty I'm there year anniversary. With you, Tyson yeah. was one of my favorite fighters coming up. He's still he's still probably my favorite heavyweight of all time, man. Just because I I, I this is a man I watched his entire career. First time I ever seen this man was was on, on the bleachers at a you know my, my pop saw him got a, got him to autograph a, a program. Is when he was nobody. We just kept Rooney just you know in watching. I bet you sold it for some sour patch kids though. Trade it and sell it. What's wrong? <laughs> I still got it. I still got it. You was in my house. What fight poster do I have right there? This fight poster. Now we're gonna put this one also up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. The 20 year anniversary of this fight. It was a great fight of entertainment. This was probably the first one that was kind of like the Pacquiao Floyd. It was a lot more entertaining though for the casual boxing fan who wasn't who didn't think that that Floyd fight was gonna end up that way. But that's what we're there for. We're here to give you the 101. This is the sweet science we're talking about. Squared Circle. Make sure you tell your friends about us. Download the app. Hit us up on iTunes. Subscribe. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Subscribe to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Now, we're doing what we love here. Me and my man here, we found a new life in what we're doing. Talking Smack, the fight game, Squared Circle 101. And we're doing this because we're doing one thing only. What are we doing, my man? Trust in the process. My man over here. I'm like over here sitting like this guy. Trust in the process, man. So we're going through it. You check here, my camera. Uh, I have another interview coming up here. Yeah. <laughs> I got, got Romany Malco back here, possibly. Oh, like, hey, God. I got someone else to do voice. I just need you for looks. But this is a show. This is what we're talking about. The sweet science. Squared Circle 101. You got anything else you'd like to add, man? Yeah, man. So, you know, we try to stay on top of everything. Uh, so we're currently working on getting those Oscar, the Oscar Valdez, the Manny Pacquiao, the Nonito Donaire, the, all those fights up, man. We get them as soon as we can. So uh, just be patient with us, man. We're uh, we're not perfect. We're pretty close. But, you know, um, but we on it for you guys, though. So appreciate y'all listening, man. Y'all stay tuned. We coming. We coming with bigger and better things, though, man. We out here. We out here. We out here.